Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We have a mic and you have a phone. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Go. Time is 12 of the fan on this Super Bowl football Friday. All in, Tink, what you got, buddy? Go ahead, uh, yeah, uh, kid. I'm going all in. I'm going all in on the Philadelphia Eagles being the villain that the NFL needs, that all of sport needs is a team to root against if you have no dog in the fight. And the Philadelphia Eagles are so uniquely positioned to do this. Now, BT mentioned earlier when we were talking about this, well, this can't go back to, like, the inception of the Philadelphia Eagles. They weren't always, uh, you know, so reviled and hated. Uh, and maybe not. But over the last 20 or 30 years, it does feel like Philadelphia Eagles fans have been vicious to opposing teams. They're, they're vicious to opposing fans. They come after you with knowledge and intent and this urgency of hate, which is something that I think they've loved to embrace. Now, the one thing that keeps them from maybe being fully hateable is that Jalen Hurts' story is absolutely unbelievable. You love him as a kid. Uh, you love his journey, even the ups, especially the ups and downs at Alabama where he gets benched for Tua but then goes to Oklahoma and then he's a second-round pick and the whole Carson Wentz thing, and he comes out of it and he's, he's runner-up or second, third in the MVP, uh, Jalen Hurts. So he's somewhat likable, but as a whole, the Philadelphia Eagles are an easy team to want to hate. That doesn't mean you're going to root against them because sometimes the heel, as BT uh, uh, rightfully and uh, pointed out, is the more compelling character. And the Eagles have a real chance to be that this weekend because the Kansas City Chiefs on the other side are the golden team, the team beyond reproach. They're always here. Five straight in an AFC championship game during their fourth, or third Super Bowl in four years. Um, the Eagles are fun because you want to hate them. I kind of love that. There you go. Nice. I love the heel reference. Give me a little Roddy Piper. Let's go. That's right. Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> I don't know who ever said that. I don't think I've ever heard that's, that's just how it came out. <laughs> All right. We're inside of our Town Fair Tire studio. Our friends at Town Fair reminded that you always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Here's what I'm all in on. You know, in a lot of ways, fans are far more sophisticated than they've ever been uh, because they've got access to all sorts of numbers. And, you know, you can quantify pretty much everything in sport these days. So, you know, a lot of a lot of fans, you know, kind of view themselves as pseudo GMs. Right. So, yes. there's OK, so there's a sophistication there, which which is fine. But I think what's happened and this is a, an, an unintentional byproduct, which I think hurts the game, is that the, the sporting society 
know, the average fan no longer gravitates to the game just for the game. It's always got to be about numbers or about fantasy or about mm. betting or about GOAT debates or about whatever, right? Now, GOAT debates are fun. And GOAT debates, let's face it, are pretty much given to you by TV executives. They, they shove it down your throat. You, you really don't have a lot of say there. Like, you flip on the TV. I, I, I'm in this, I'll give you an example. Quick aside, I'm in our studio this morning. Teak's obviously out there in Arizona. And I'm here. It's probably about 8.20, whatever. Whatever network I have on. And they're already debating, Teak. Are the Eagles on the precipice of turning into a dynasty? Oh, come on. I mean, they haven't even won the game yet, dude. <laughs> exactly. Okay. This is one, right. one season of winning the division. Like, yeah. what are we talking about? Oh, actually, it's two. Because well, two, won. yeah, yeah. But, but you know what I'm saying? A... Like, there's always got to be an, a finality. There's always got to be, you know, a, a, just the declarative position so early. And, and it's it's frustrating. Yes. But I don't think it's too early to throw this in there. And I think that we need Mahomes to win. Not if you're an Eagles mm-hmm. fan. Not if you're betting against the Chiefs. Clearly, he's good for us. Because he feeds our sporting soul what we have come to need. Like gasoline in a car or the battery for the car if you're charging it up. Which I still haven't done. I still don't ever see myself doing that. Do you? No, ah, no. I mean, I mean, yes. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe <laughs> like one of them. Maybe I. Yeah, know. exactly. Anyway, but we need, we need to be fed stuff for the goat conversations, and eventually the Brady stuff expires, just like the Peyton Manning stuff gets a little bit old, and you know the Bart Starr stuff and the the Montana stuff like that. It's all regurgitation. We need new people to enter. That's fear. And if Mahomes wins on Sunday, which I believe he will, that's now two out of three. All the requisite stats, it makes the GOAT conversation meteor. We need him to win, Teak. Now, I think, I mean, you're not wrong about that for sure because – we we just got away from one, at least allegedly, at least um, you know currently, I should say, with Tom Brady retiring. We can't talk about him being the greatest ever, you know, player and everything else. But the next best uh, option is Pat Mahomes, simply because of the MVPs, because it's a consistent team success uh, that he has. Obviously, the individual success as well. And if he wins championships, then all of a sudden it just becomes a larger conversation than, all right, the Kansas City Chiefs won a championship or, you know, Pat Mahomes did X, Y, Z. It becomes where can he actually get to and can he ever match a guy like Tom Brady? Uh, I think that you would like this here. Um, So I just got an email, right, Mm -hmm. you know, from from Ack, who you hear uh, in the afternoon sometimes, right? Yep. I'm doing the updates. And the first thing it says – and he, we email very infrequently, maybe if, if it's like um, uh, something for AFTRA, because he's very mm-hmm. involved in that. You know, he's, he's, he's a really nice guy. I like Act, but yeah. we don't really interact on that level, right? So he, he just emails me this. You need to pump your partner up for the hole. <laughs> well, first of all, Ack, if you ever listen to the show, I always say it. But yeah. let me just hit you with a couple, and, and I can't B- even B- read BT's it. BT's my biggest advocate. Of course, here. man. Now, <laughs> I the, think BT cares more than I do. <laughs> well, because you know why. Because that means good stuff properly for BT. That's why. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it means more trips. It means, I don't know, maybe more money. Uh, listen, I'm, 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 I'll be very happy for you, but maybe I can uh, benefit yeah, as well. Exactly. All right, so these are these are interesting. This is about Teak. Only player in the NFL, in NFL, history with 10,000 plus rushing 5,000 plus receiving 1,000 plus return yards okay one of three players in history with 10,000 rushing yards 5,000 receiving uh the other two are Marcus Allen and Marshall Falk it's pretty good Mm -hmm. and then he's 15th and again product of when you played it was a different game you'd be higher if you came in now 
15th all-time in total yards, and 11 of the players in front of him are all Hall of Famers with Frank Gore, Adrian Peterson, and Fitzgerald, highly likely Fitzgerald's going to walk. I mean, they're all getting in. Yeah. So they're all going to get. So basically, 14, uh, everybody in front of you on the all-time yard list is a Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. And then he gets into durability and how often you played. And there's a lot here, too much to bombard everybody with. But there are compelling reasons why number 21 should be in the Hall of Fame. I need someone to go go scream from the mountaintops for me. (laughs) Well, I am. We're on the fan. There's no bigger mountaintop than WFAN. But we've only been we've only been here for a year. Let's 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 start screaming. I gotta say it a little bit more. What you say? Exactly. Uh, Let's get uh, Mattis, I believe, on Long Island. Mattis, how are you? What's going on? How's it going, man? I'm Matias. I'm sorry, Matias. My bad. What's up, Matias? It happens to me all the time. Nobody knows how to say my name. But uh, anyways, my take, I have an opinion. Uh, I am an Eagles fan. I'm not going to lie. But I'm also a logical man. All right? Yeah. I feel like the Eagles just need to play the game that they've been playing all season long. But on the contrary with Kansas City, I feel like they need to show up and play like an A-plus game to beat the Eagles. So this is why I'm picking. Obviously, I'm a fan. But I also Mm -hmm. feel like the Eagles have – the upper hand in that in, in that way, you know that they don't need to. I mean, they do. Yeah. Need so, to so what you yeah. So what you're saying, Mateus, is that basically, if the Eagles play and let's say an average game, that they could they can win. But if the Chiefs play an average game, then the Eagles are going to win. Like the the Chiefs, as crazy as it sounds, because of how good they've consistently been, have to play almost perfect. Otherwise, the Eagles have the advantage. See, I don't think they. Ha- I give the Eagles the advantage. I think they're the better team, one through whatever fifty. What are they draft? Fifty-two, yeah, 52, 53, fifty-three. I think. Fifty-three. Yeah, I now. But I, I, it's not the dis- the disparity's not so wide and so obvious that the Chiefs have to play a perfect game and the Eagles could play a B minus game and win. I don't see it that way. Well, I think because, I, don't see I think it that way. I think the 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 reason I I kind of agree is because of how balanced the Eagles are offensively and defensively. Whereas the Chiefs, I know Chris Jones has had a phenomenal season and. You know they got they got some playmakers in the second and third level, but none that are jumping off the page, right? There's no there's no difference maker per se, except for up the, in the in the in the front four or two of those guys really. But I think that I think that the Eagles have the advantage with their run game and with their explosive pass game, as well as a disruptive defense. And I, you can't necessarily say that about the Kansas City Chiefs. Hmm. So I mean, you can look at it either way. The other thing that we we didn't we haven't mentioned yet, BT, but is so important is this stage, dude. I know Jalen Hurts is beyond you know being overwhelmed by a moment, national championship games, blah blah blah, all that stuff. But the Super Bowl is a different animal, man. It's just because it, because once the game starts, you think it's just a regular game, but then all of a sudden, whether you're up or down, you're just kind of like, wait, this is the Super Bowl, man. We only got two and a half quarters to to win, right? And it's, there's a finality to it that kind of becomes a part of, you know, the, the fabric of the game. It's hard to explain that, but, like, if you I, – I remember against the Ravens when we played in 2000. I still kind of – Did uh, I think – did Teak drop out totally or no? He was telling us something about that Ravens game. Okay. Is he okay? I'll get him back up. I want to hear that. I mean, I've, I know most of the stories from that game, and he knows the story. I won. I think that's the last time I bet that many props. I won. It, it was just ridiculous. I won 11 of 12 prop bets that particular Super Bowl. The Giants-Ravens. That was crazy. We'll get Teak back up. Let's get Mike on Long Island. What's happening, Mikey? How are you today? What's going 
Omar, my man. Uh, I listen to you guys a lot. First time I've ever called. I'm actually on my way down to Philly right now for SneakerCon. Okay. Uh, I, I'm a Giants fan. Wait, well, hold, on, Gi- hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, Sneaker Con, I mean, I know what comic, I, I get it, but... Yeah. So, will there be sneakers, here we go, I'm going to trip back to the 80s and 90s, there'll be, <laughs> like, there'll be all those old sneakers there? Um, more so the newer release stuff. I actually, I got like 100 pairs in the back of my car I'm, I'm bringing down there. Wow. Uh, yeah, I got a pair of 1985 Jordan 1s, the original pair that I'm selling there in the back. How actually. much you sell? How many thousand? What? How much of those? Uh, like 6,500 for those. Wow. What yeah, color? The, the red, wait, the red and blacks or the red and whites? Yeah, uh, black and red, red oh, color. So let me ask you, how old are you? Because I'm, I'm going to throw a couple I'm 20, sneakers. I'm 26. 26. All right, so you know your sneakers. I'm going to hit you with a couple of old ones. Number one, Converse Weapons. Do you remember those? No. Dude. <laughs> you got you, you to do a little research. Just Google Converse. So the Converse weapons in the 80s, they had, I believe it was five, maybe six, NBA players who actually wore them. It was definitely Bernard King. They were blue and orange for the Knicks. They yep. were sweet. Uh, Larry, Larry and Mikhail for the Celtics. They were black and white. Yeah, Magic with Magic with the hideous purple, purple and yellow ones. Mark McGuire <laughs> was green and white, and Isaiah was on there as well. All right, so you don't know about the Converse weapons. What about... I want to give you no like a what I want to give you an old school off the radar one. We got the, like the weapons, like, like the pumps, maybe with the yeah, pump with D on Brown. The yeah, those were cool. What about I'm, I'm going to even go back before I didn't even have these because I was too the Adidas forums. You ever hear of those? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are sick. Hey, you got to get a little more in tune with the old school here, Mike. Yeah, it's it's just the market on that stuff. There's not much money to be made on that stuff anymore. So it's all with the you know you got to change how the market changes. That's true. That's sometimes personal enjoyment still is uh, yep. is a good thing. Yeah, for sure. Go ahead, man. So, What's up? So I'm heading down to Philly. I listen to you guys and Craig and Evan all the time, and I'm thinking I'll I'll try and get through for once. I got right through. It was great. Nice. Um, two two things. I kind of wanted Tiki's point of view. Maybe you could ask him when he gets back on the line. Um, third, you know, besides on the chief side of the ball, besides Patrick and you know Kelsey, of course. Who's gonna Who's gonna be that X factor? You guys think that's gonna give them the chance to you know propel pass offensively? From I'm sorry, from the Chiefs' perspective, from Kansas City. Yeah, the Chiefs' offensive side of you, you like maybe a Marquez Valdez again with another big game, or maybe Juju's a little bit healthier. I, you know, Marquez, I don't think Valdez-Scantling needs a high-volume game. Like, I don't think they need seven for 80 or six catches for 79 yards. I think they need from him one big gash yep. play. Just one yep. big gash. Flip the field, 56 yards, 62 yards. Even if he doesn't score, just flip the field. And I think, you know, I think he, he, that's kind of what he does. He'll ha- He'll have a chance to do that. Yeah, and then um, uh, one more thing. I yep. don't know if you've ever... Um... I don't know if you've ever been in the city of a team that's in the Super Bowl. Obviously, the Super Bowl is not in Philly, but you know what could I expect in the city tonight and tomorrow night? Is it going to be a madhouse down there? Yeah, it's going to be insane, dude. I mean, you're walking <laughs> into craziness. Embrace it. Have a good time. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I was going to think I left the Yankees hat and the Giants jersey at the crib. Yeah, you know what? I, I hate to. God, it's such a wuss move, but you're not dumb for doing it. Yeah, you're I mean, not, they're not playing. You're, you're they're not, not playing. If they, if they were playing, I would have brought it. But if, <laughs> you know, I'm not just going to walk around trying to make money like it's like, you know, a hole with the Derek Jeter jersey on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know what? Read the room. Read the location. Go make your profit. Head back. Uh, come to us in one piece there. I mean, listen, Philly's fun. Thanks for the call there, Mike. And I'm happy that you finally got through. Like, 
I've been down there probably the most. Well, I've been down there for Army Navy a couple times with Teak, and I've probably done over the years seven or eight St. John's Nova games. You know where I've gone down the night before. I've gone to a nice dinner. Uh, my first radio job was in Allentown, Pennsylvania, on the outskirts, and you know I'd come in a couple times, go to Sixers and um, and the Phillies. That was like the first time I was ever credentialed for a pro event. It's 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 got grit, you know, like us. I mean, honestly, if we were from there, we would love it. We would love it if we were from there, but we're not. So we kind of illuminate the things that bother us, and is what it is, you know. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six is our number. How's Teak doing? Is he okay? What happened? Did he jump into His the pool? His internet dropped. I know that. I was trying to stall so I can get the read that you just barked well, in my ear. I was trying to ear. help you stall by talking. Well, I mean, you know, you could really help me by telling me I had the read five minutes ago, so I didn't have to like scurry. Well, we're adjusting on the fly. This is supposed to be a nice pajama gram talking about the news. Yeah, fitting. oh, that's right. It is supposed to be. We're doing it audible. We're doing it live. Twenty-two. Set. Hurt. Get a little audible here. All right. Well, I will audible to this. Who gave up on your New Year's resolution? Be honest. Many of you did. Well, you don't have to. Since you, if you're still hanging on to it by a thread, don't give up. You can still lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days with NJ Diet. Now, that's guaranteed weight loss. It works. It's effective. NJ Diet scientific approach uses hair, which I have none of, saliva, and blood work to personalize solutions and supplements to help reset your metabolism. Actually, now that I think about that, Huff, if you're bald, do they take care from your chest or from your leg? I mean, do they just... Is hair, your toes? Hair? From where? Your toes? What? Do you have toe hair? You, no, I don't. Oh, okay. I almost have no leg hair. Me too. Very much the Irish, but like very, very little... Not very hairy, thank God. Armpits. No. not cra- I mean, yeah, I have hair, but not crazy. No. Eyebrows. I don't know. I, I don't think that they're like Anthony Davis, no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. The most successful team in the history of professional sports. Starting the new millennium, the New York Yankees are once again world champions. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. On the fan, it's Tiki and I've been inspired by Rondé, by Axe email. I've officially started the barber, uh, the you know, full full Tiki Hall of Fame here. Let's go. So I just tweeted this with a nice picture of Teak, right? Uh, I tagged a bunch of people, including the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and that's time. It's time. So can you retweet that for me, Huff? I mean, I. I know that you could probably look at a bunch of stats and say, come up with something to position. Like, I'll give you a good example. Okay, we love Mattingly and we love Hernandez. Like, those two guys are revered. Every year, same song and dance. Anytime there's a chance for them to get a sniff, we all carry the cross for them because we love them and they were amazing, right? Now, do they truly deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? You know, you can make the case both ways, honestly. Now, with some of the people getting in, eh, 
the answer is yeah. The also the answer could also be yes, even if some of these players, Harold Baines, whatever, et cetera, did not get in, which weakens the criteria. But when you see something like this, let me just read this to you. Only this is this this resonates to me. Only player in NFL history, only player in NFL one ten thousand plus rushing yards, five thousand plus receiving yards, and one thousand return yards. It's tiki. Nobody else has done that. And then there's three players in the history of the game with 10,000 rushing yards and 5,000 receiving yards. I'm just kind of taking away the return yards there. What is Marcus Allen? What is Marshall Falk? You know, and I feel like, I feel like, Tiki's going to try to get us, uh, it's almost better that he's not here when I do this because uh, he, he's so humble. He would almost feel, I don't know, he kind of feel weird as I do this, but we'll get him back up as soon as possible. I think in some way, Tiki does not get the benefit that other players get when they stepped away from the game early. I'm not listen, I'm not saying Tiki was Barry Sanders. He's not. Tiki knows that. You know, I'm not saying that Tiki was even Sandy Koufax. He, he, you know, the, the, the parallels. He wasn't. Even Tiki knows that. But with those numbers and the fact that he stepped away at the absolute apex of his powers, I don't know how Tiki doesn't garner more love. I'm dead serious. You know? And I don't want to say that it's never been important to me because he's been my partner for over 10 years and he and I have talked so much off the air. I just learned a long time ago that I don't want to say he doesn't care because he definitely does. But like Rondé, and this is from their mom, he's not defined by football. He's really not. So while it means a lot to him, it's he doesn't wake up with football and the Hall of Fame as his driving force. And that's a compliment. But when you look at these last five years, 1,387 yards, 11 touchdowns, 1,216 yards. I'm not even good to the receptions. There was a ton of those as well. 1,518 yards, 13 touchdowns. Eight. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 1,560 yards at the age of 30, all pro. You know, at the age of 31, 1,662 yards, all pro. And then he retired. Like, if Tiki comes, I mean, we know why he retired. He wanted to get into TV, and he was, you know, he's getting a little, not bored, but he was done with football. He used it for what it was, a vehicle, and it's awesome. 
His body was still intact, and he was still great, you know? And somebody wanted him. NBC wanted to give him a lot of money. So he stepped away. But if, like, Tiki would have grinded around, you know, say two more years, all right, say if he doesn't get back up, like, to 1,600 yards, but he gives you yeah, an 1,100 yard, which he absolutely would have the next year, and then, you know, 990-ish, would that have made him a Hall of Famer? Like, I think in the eyes of some it would have, which is ridiculous. That's not the point. Like, I'd rather have somebody like Mattingly, you know, like a Tiki, who at the apex of their powers was indisputably one of the absolute best players on the planet than somebody like, and again, I, I don't want to denigrate anybody, but like Harold Baines who just hung around and bounced from team to team and hung around 67 RBIs here. Oh, 81 RBIs here. Oh, 59 or Oh, wow, look, he finally got 3,000 hits. Yay, it. Was he ever great? No. Not even close. 877-337-6666. Let's get Tony on Staten Island. What's up, Tone? How you doing today? Hey, hey. So calling again back-to-back here. Uh, I just picked up the radio a couple of minutes ago, and I've always argued about Tiki. Um, you know, all-purpose yards, yards from scrimmage. If you take a look at the leaders, and I encourage everyone to do, look at where Tiki sandwiched in between. I mean, he's way at the top of the list. The players above him, the Hall of Famers across the board, the players below him across the board. And not only that, you know, it, those three years, those four years that he had, he was just, like you said, he was as good as anybody, any running back uh, uh, during that time. So in the era which he played, you know, he was one of the best. So he wasn't a compiler. No. Uh, he, he left at the top of his game. You know, you want to compare him to, to other running backs, and you see other running backs. Listen, Tiki was of diminutive stature, not the biggest running back. You know, guys that are in the Hall of Fame, like uh, Floyd Little, I, I encourage people to take a look at his numbers. Why in our, on earth is he in the Hall of Fame? You know, so that's the argument that I have. I've argued for this for, for a very long time. The only thing I see keeping him back is the amount of touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, he and, always uh, jokes around with Jacobs. They'd pull Jacobs in from the two, and Jacobs would steal his touchdowns, which is true. Sure. But if I had Brandon yeah. Jacobs, 6'5", 270, uh, I think I'd probably give him a few looks inside yeah. the five as well. Yeah, absolutely. You so know? I encourage everyone to take a look at that list. And if you could just spill, spill out that list, uh, Brandon, just to – let everybody be aware. Of yeah, where I got half looking that up. Thank you, Tony. By the way, who do you like in the game? Yeah, I close. I like uh, the Chiefs. I've gone back, back and forth. I like twenty-seven, twenty-four. I like a, a tight game. Oh, oh you I told think me, you know gonna, what? You said that yesterday. You did say twenty-seven. Yeah, I, think, I got you. I think what's going to happen? They're going to screen them to death. I think the Chiefs are going to come out and uh, to uh, control that pass rush. I think they're going to come out with a lot of the screen game. Uh, that's my feeling, and they'll. Uh, you know that'll slow down the rush at some point. You know a little bit, yep. and uh, we'll see what we see where we go from. I got you, buddy. Enjoy no, enjoy game. it. Have a great time. Super Bowl Sunday. Enjoy the festivities. Hoff, do you have the all time uh, from scrimmage rushing? Or not? Pardon me. Just the all time from scrimmage. I got all time yard leaders outside of passers. I guess. Yes, I'm I, trying to say. I got it. Okay. Uh, Tiki, where he ranks? What number is he? And then I want the names around him. All right, he's fifteenth. Uh, excuse me, fifteenth on the on the list of all time from. Uh, Give me the five names directly in front of him, meaning 14 descending. Okay. So it's Terrell Owens. Okay. Tony Dorsett. Okay. Thurman Thomas. I mean, listen to these names, dude. Adrian Peterson. <sighs> Curtis Martin. Right, Hall of Famer. Okay. Give me the five names behind him. Edron James. Hall of Famer. Randy Moss. Hall of Famer. Eric Dickerson. Hall of Famer. Isaac Bruce. Uh, Hall of Famer. Ward Donna 20. Hall of Famer. Uh, sh- He's, he should, should be. be. Should be. Yes, yeah, should be. 
that's one that, that comes up a lot. Yes. You know, it's funny. You say Thurman Thomas. I didn't realize this. But, boy, I mean, Act must have absolutely nothing to do. I mean, you got to see the, the contents of this email that he sent me here. It's good stuff. But how bored is Act? He sent me something com- comparable to other Hall of Famers, and one of whom is Thurman Thomas. I didn't realize this. So, Tiki played 10 years. Listen to the comparison. Tiki, 10 years. Thurman Thomas, 13. Okay. Uh, yards, I'll try to do some math so I don't just bombard you with numbers. Uh, Thurman Thomas has 1,600 more rushing yards than Tiki, but he played three more seasons. Think about that. It's only 425 yards roughly a season. Uh, Tiki averaged 4.7 yards per carry. Thurman Thomas was 4.2. Tiki had a lot more receptions, a lot more yards, and... Yeah, Thurman had him in touchdown, 65 to 55, so he's plus 10 there. But again, that's three seasons more for Thurman Thomas. Now, Thurman Thomas was, I don't want to, mm, I was going to say more visible. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, going to four Super Bowls in a row, that's going to obviously help your your visibility, but you didn't win. Not his fault, I'm saying necessarily. And But Tiki played here. So Tiki was on the present. The Cadillac commercial, it's not like he played obscurity. I, I, I don't get it. I really don't get it. I don't get it. Bill's in New Haven. What's happening, Billy? How are you today? How you doing, Brian? Uh, good, Joe. No, it's Bill, not Joe. Hey, Mikey, what's happening, pal? Okay. I'm not Mikey. I'm not Joe. This is Bill. I'm sorry. What was your name? Bill. How you doing? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anthony, how are you, sir? Dominic, what took you to so? Why, Dominic finally called. No, don't up, call Dom? me Anthony. My name's my name's Bill. Oh, your name's, what is your name? Bill. Hey, Adrian, how you doing today? All right, I'll see y'all later. You're <laughs> You didn't get it. It didn't pick up on it. All right, listen. What was the name, Bill? I think it was Brian at this point. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. Bill, I'm messing around you. I mean, you hung up now. You, you didn't call me by my right name, so I was just messing around. And I'm just like, oh, geez, everybody's so sensitive. My name is Bill. And I could have taken the same approach, too, and been, uh, re- I should be the one who's offended. You called me, and you don't, you, you don't even know my name. I'm having fun with you. You hang up. Come on. What <laughs> happened? Clown, bye. I mean, boy, what happened to people, Boyle? Nobody wants to have fun anymore. People get defensive right away, man. They put the guard up. My name's Bill. Hey, Dom, what's up? My name is Bill. Willie or Joey, what's up, Joe? My name is Bill. I'm going to hang up now. (laughs) Bill, do me a favor, buddy. I'm messing with you. Call us back on Monday or call us back today. All right? We'll have a little fun, dude, if you're up for it. Uh, 877-337-6666 is our number. Tiki and Tierney here on the fan. Uh, Pardon me, Tiki and Timmy on the fan. Oh, Rondé has subtweeted my Tiki Hall of Fame tweet. Ah, oh, now we grease the skids. Now we get a little momentum. Got you till two, then it's Carter Roberts coming up after us. Get the discussion started. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right, Tiki and Tierney back on the fan. I uh, got a little issue with Teak's connection out there in Arizona, so we'll keep rolling, obviously. Do what we do until we get Teak back. 
66. Uh, a, a different sharp tyranny today. I'll do it a little later. It's going to be a quick hit. I'm not going to give you props. Uh, I don't really divulge. Uh, it's not really my thing. Not that I don't do any. But I'm not that immersed in the prop world where I'm going to bring it to sharp. But I will give you a uh, final score. I will attach the over-under there. So we'll do that a little later. And uh, right now we get back to you, see what you guys are thinking at 877-337-6666. Uh, Chris is in Tom's River. What's up, Chris? How are you? How are you, BT? I'm good, buddy. Uh, How are you two, doing? Two, good. Two things. One, uh, I've listened to you guys since you started. I've been a long-time listener to fan. I've never had a host of that that I haven't liked. It's a great station, a definite uh, number one compared to some of the other uh, more well-known stations out there. Um, well, I would say, course. first of all, thank yeah. you. thank. But I don't know, and I remove myself from this, I, I don't know a more well-known station than the fan. Well, I'm talking about the one we see on TV, et cetera. Oh, I got you. I see what you're saying. <laughs> I, I, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Yes. Uh, and now looking at this, I know there, you're talking to coach, you're talking to quarterback. Andy Reid, he's one and two in Super Bowls with two different teams. Mm-hmm. Now, Pat Mahomes is one and one. And one. Do you think it's a bigger deal? If Reed loses or if Mahomes loses at this point? Oh, that's a good question, Chris. Man, uh, that's a good one. That line of delineation uh, of of gentlemen who have one Super Bowl win versus two. Uh, let me see. I know Shula's got two. Landry's got two. Parcells has two. Coughlin's I'm a Packer got, fan. Just Coughlin. <laughs> who, who, um, Flores with the Raiders. Jimmy Johnson has two. Uh, Seaford has that. That's an obscure. George Seaford has two as well, and Shanahan. I, I don't. I think I got all the ones with two. Now the list of of those with three is a lot shorter. You're talking about just Bill Walsh and, and Coach Gibbs with the Redskins. Right. So I know you've got to get before you get to three. You got to get to two. Ah, who would it mean? Oh, I listen. Here's my answer. I was just kind of taking myself through the process there. So I think the answer for the public. Will be Mahomes because it's more it's more inviting to talk about quarterbacks. It's just more of yeah. an interest. You know what I mean? It's more of an interesting conversation. Yep. There's yep. more layers, more depth. Um, but you can make the case that it might actually be Andy Reid if he gets to two, and then maybe three to join uh, Walsh and Joe Gibbs. Right, right. And he'd say, you know, I would, I would think, I, I think even with or without Reid, I think Mahomes will see more. I mean, Mahomes is a stud. He's, he's, he's got a ways to go before he become a Brady or. Uh, you know, a Montana or, or an L.A., but, I mean, the guy's fantastic. I mean, he's just, he's just, you watch him, even if you don't, and like I said, I'm a Packers fan, but I watch him because if we had him on the Packers, it'd be even greater. <laughs> You're right. Really would. You're right. I'll tell you he's what, because, Chris, he wouldn't have lost multiple games at Lambeau with a right with, with a Super Bowl trip on the... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Well, listen, yeah, he, he might be my quarterback. You. you got it. He might be my quarterback. I don't want to disparage him too much. I don't want to get on Aaron Rodgers too much here. Oh, Brett Favre did it too for losing uh, conference championship games in your own backyard. You know, it's funny. I don't know if you guys feel this way. So, it, you know, I think for most it's Brady, the sheer volume of stats and the consistency for 20-plus years. I will, So let's just agree for the sake of agreeing Brady's the GOAT. And I I, I think that. Much, not all of you do, but just to push the conversation forward. He's the GOAT. Um most people said before he ascended to GOAT status that it was Montana based on the fact that Joe's 4 for 4 in Super Bowls. Now, I've always made the assertion, Dan Marino, more talented. Uh, John Elway, more talented. And this is not to shade Montana. This is just to make a point. Montana is on the short list 
of all-time icons. But for whatever reason, whenever he talks about the quarterback position, really, whenever Joe talks about anything, he'll find it very interesting. Anybody else feel that way? Like the other day at Radio Row, he said that Brady's not the GOAT. And I'm like, eh, eh, whatever. I don't know, like if Willie Mays said something about, I don't know, I mean, Babe Ruth is no longer here to defend it, but like about Babe Ruth or about Hank or about those are pretty much the greatest of all times. I don't know if you can really deviate too far from that list, but or like if, you know, Kareem and MJ said something about uh, whomever, LeBron. Hey, I, I, Mont- I, Montana's just so boring, isn't he? He was boring on TV. Half, do you remember when they put Montana on TV? You're probably a little bit too young for that. Uh, what year was I got to look it up? Do you remember him at all? I don't stu- remember because uh. he wasn't very relatable. I mean, I, I think I missed it. I do remember him being on TV, but it doesn't spark a memory of like, ooh, Joe Montana TV. It doesn't, doesn't resonate at all. Very similar to Gretzky. Mm. Very similar. Like, it's funny. I'm looking at this the, the Boomer starting lineup figure in our studio. Like, Boomer didn't have the career that Montana had. And Boomer had an amazing career, but not, not Montana-like. But Boomer on TV compared to Montana? Oh, yeah. It's like... I listened to Boomer for 10 straight hours before I would really listen to Joe for 20 minutes. He just, he doesn't say it. In 95, he was on TV. He doesn't, just, he doesn't say much. There's, you know, there's certain guys we almost feel like they're a little checked out of the game. Like they don't really follow the minutia and like they go to Radio Row and they get paid 50,000 bucks to push a product. And not that they don't love the game. I'm, I don't mean that. I know Joe. But they're not locked in the way yeah, that they once like, were. Yeah, it doesn't pulsate through their veins. Like Curtis Martin. Curtis is a Hall of Famer. Curtis is an all-time jet. Curtis is an all-time guy, all-time human being. But I remember Teak and I had him at Radio Row a couple times, and no disrespect, but, like, he's boring. Like, he doesn't watch football. I think Joe doesn't watch football. I don't know. I know that's a little bit of a, a side turn there, but we were talking about quarterbacks and, you know, goats and whatever. So if Mahomes can ascend there. Yeah. Do you do you think that Tom Brady is going to be a hit or miss? I mean, clearly he loves football. He was wrapped into it, but him taking a year off before he does the Fox deal. Yeah. Is that him trying to be immersed in a different way? I think it's actually very smart that he's taking a year off. Number one, the obvious is get your life in order. You know, um, that's the that's first and foremost. Have a little fun. You know, you've been programmed and so driven. What you eat, what you drink, what you don't eat, what you don't drink. It just just live for a year, dude. Go play golf. Bang back some beers with your former old lineman. Just didn't travel. Maybe meet somebody else. Obviously, spend a lot of time with your kids. But I also think it will help him because, you know, the Tom Brady, and it's funny, Jeter's shown this side too. Derek, during the game, during his career, a bore fest. Complete, absolute snooze. Jeter now, cool. Now, you don't just become cool when you're 48 years old. He's always been cool. He just chose to withhold it from the public for reasons that would possibly get in the way of what he's trying to accomplish. And I respect that, but he was such a boring quote, right? And outside the last two years where Brady's let his hair down a little bit when he left the Pats and that clandestine operation, I think that him becoming (laughs) more of a human being, as I know that that sounds odd, will be so good for us as viewers. I think it's good. That he's stepping away for a year rather than jumping right into it. If he's jumping right into it, I feel like he would be um, tense, maybe tight, 
maybe overly analytical, maybe a little less inclined to laugh at himself. I don't know. I think it'll be good. That's just my opinion. I could I could be wrong, but that is my opinion. Let's get uh, how about Tony up in the Bronx? Tony, what's happening, buddy? Hey, hey, Brandon. I gotta tell you, I know Tiki's not there. And that's all right. But I gotta tell you, you know, since Tiki's not there, man, I was gonna compliment him on that interview, man. You guys are awesome, man. You got his brother on and everything, man. That was so cool, you know. I'll tell you what, Tony. <laughs> getting Rondé Barber on the show was the toughest job that any producer that I've ever had had bestowed upon him. How he got a future Hall of Famer on the show on such short notice is completely lost on me. I don't know where he got his number from. I don't know where he got, um, I mean, just an amazing accomplishment by my producer getting Rondé Barber. I don't know how he did it. Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome, man. And then I, I like the way you set it up uh, here. Well, let's just pretend his name's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was cool. Hey, so since he's not on, I want to just compliment you, right? Because I have so much respect for you, man. I love your passion for my Yanks, you know? Um, so I, I don't know. I got two little pieces with that, though. First of all, you know how they always say, uh, you know, you get dinner. If you wish you had dinner with three people uh, and that, you know, that thing, man. So my three, and I'm going to tell you, okay. is George Steinbrenner. Mm-hmm. Michael K and you, brother, when you wow. came on the fan, and, you know, when you came on the fan, before the fan, I didn't listen to you because I was with the fan, man. I'm always with the fan, you know, mm-hmm. that's the thing. And, but it's you, brother, because of all the passion for the Yates. And, I, I mean, I, I bleed and uh, I live Yates, man. I can, just can't wait for March 2nd. I got tickets to uh, to them with the Pirates. Uh, oh, you're, going, you know, you're March- going down to Tampa? Yeah. yeah nice. Yeah. Nice, dude. And, uh, and so I, I'm, I'm there, but. You know, and so that's just me, man. I got so much depth to you, man. It's just uh, unbelievable. No, I, listen, so that's I, an incredible compliment. You said myself, George, and you said Michael K. The three of us was that your was that the list? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I hope you're not pissed with that. I hope you're not pissed with that. No, man. Michael's a friend. I was at Michael's wedding. I, I've got a lot of love for Mike and George. Is George, man? I'm down. What are we hey, going? <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? You know what's crazy is I'm, I'm a, first of all I'm a nurse at the at one of the hospitals out here, man. You know so. Uh, but the thing is, like, you know how the, the Mega Millions and all that, so they're up, like, a billion dollars and everything? Yeah. And uh, and so I was telling my wife, if I win, you know, they're going to put me in the media. And, oh, yeah. uh, it will fall out, and they're going to interview me somewhere, and I'm going to be like, you know what? All I want is just, like, to watch a ball game. Uh, with these three people, and there's only two left, right? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then you'd get it, and then I'd be like, at <laughs> least I'll get, like, an interview with BT. Hey, that's what I was telling her. She was like, you are so crazy. Are you kidding me? Oh, you know, dude, you sound like, insane. that's funny. That's funny. You, you sound like a great you, guy. Hey, she, she doesn't get what I get, you know, with you, man. You yeah, know, but, yeah, but, yeah, a lot of wives don't get what we get, and a lot of husbands don't get what they get, you know? I'll tell you what, Tone. I wish you have to put put Tony on hold for a sec. See if you can find something for him. Tony, thanks for the call, man. I mean, that's an incredible compliment. Thank you very much. Hey, I, I, got, I, I appreciate that. I got that. Eagles. You got I the got Eagles. Eagles. Okay. I got Eagles, GT. I got Eagles, man. Just because they destroyed my Giants. Uh-huh. And I don't – you can give me 100% on my home's ankle. We can go all out with that. But I'm going to tell you, I just think that they're just on a roll, and I don't think they're going to fold. That's just my take. I got all you. Right. Tony up in the Bronx on the record going with the birds. Thank you, sir. You know, if this was the old days, I would, I'd would i put you on hold, and I'd say, get his address, and I'll send him a picture. Uh, they don't even do that anymore in radio. You believe that? 
Like Mike and Chris would have, and I get it, it's Mike and Chris, I understood. But they'd have like the, the, the placard with their with their face and the WFAN logo and they could sign it. I can't send anything to Tony. Can we scrounge something up here at the fan? Do we even have a promotions closet? Where the hell is everything? Got a piece of scrap paper for you. <laughs> you just put your name on it. Yeah, I mean, that's what an incredible guy. You know, it's funny. I, I see that question, Serby's uh, Q&A in the post every Sunday. Steve, who's awesome, he's a great guy. He's been doing that for years. Like three dinner guests. I've read it, Lord knows how many Sundays and decades I've read that. I don't think I've ever answered that question myself. Like, who would I want to have dinner with? Hmm, that's a tough one. I mean, I could go a million ways. Of course, the first answer is family. That's a given, you know. Um, I mean, I'd love to meet Jesus. That would be incredible. I- I'll tell you, I was just talking to my dad the other day about my grandfather. I He died. I was, I was young, six, played a lot of baseball, and I never really got to. Like, I would love to sit down with my paternal grandfather. Maternal was around, thank God, a long time on the Italian side, but... Sitting down, talking ball with, uh, with my grandfather, my dad's dad, that would, be, that would be pretty cool. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 